my personality to be jittery. It's part of my charm. Wrestling fans. Are you ready? It's time for my one, two, three cents of the podcast on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Give me the hell yeah! Now, here's your host. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. The guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. Kevin Huntsberger. Woo! Attention not-for-profit groups. Are you looking for a unique way to raise money? Stride Pro Wrestling fundraisers are always a hit. Since 2016, we've helped sports teams, schools, and civic groups raise thousands of dollars. Once COVID-19 restrictions are lifted, we'll be ready to rumble for you. Contact us to the Stride Pro Wrestling Facebook page to discuss the options. Hey friends, welcome to episode 340 of the My One Two Three Cents podcast. I am your host, Kevin Huntsberger, and I certainly appreciate you being here for yet another podcast. And uh, this week is uh, a Q&A session, and I did not uh, post this early enough to get a lot of questions, but I did get a couple, and I'm going to tackle those questions and also uh, talk about a couple of other things that uh, are on my mind this week in the world of professional wrestling. One of them I'm going to carry over, though, to next week's podcast, episode 341. Chad Smart of the Positive Cynicism Podcasting Network and co-host of Movie Mania will be here in Southern Illinois next week, and I, uh, this is this may be news to Chad. I don't know if he will have gotten my message before he listens to this podcast, but uh, my hope is that we are able to record a podcast um, and do something a little different than what we normally do. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that, and, and hopefully uh, everything will work out and we'll be able to do that. But uh, I am looking forward to his visit as well, as we always have a good time when he's in town. And of course, next weekend is also the AEW pay-per-view, so... Uh, that may be a little bit of a clue as to what we may be tackling on next week's podcast. So uh, that being said, I do want to also remind you and thank you for supporting the My One Two Three Cents uh, podcast as well as the other social media endeavors that My One Two Three Cents is involved in, as well as, of course, the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. We are continuing to crank out uh, new shows, new material, uh, new content, and uh, we want to make it as as fun and interactive for you, the listener, as well. So, if you have ideas or you know suggestions, let us know. Whether it's uh, myself with my one two three cents or Greg Mahachko and Mike Luther, who are the host of the Nerd United podcast, check it out, listen, subscribe, and let us know what you like and and don't like about the Jittery Monkey podcasting network and we will make changes if we are able to and if we agree with you so uh also want to remind you to check out prowrestlingtees.com slash my one two three cents and remind you that the proceeds from every shirt purchased goes to support stride pro wrestling and that uh, being said stride pro wrestling had a big show 
just this past week on Thursday, uh, a, a very rare weeknight show, but a very fun show as well. It was Schools Out for Summer Part 2 and uh, some great wrestling action and uh, kind of getting you in the mood and psyched up and hyped up for the next show, which is happening June 12th with the kickoff of Stride Cup. And I also, since we were talking about Pinckneyville, we were in Pinckneyville, of course, this past week. We're going to be back on Saturday, October, uh, question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. And I know Jerry Travelstead actually just texted me today uh, about the next ride show. And it is uh, October 16th. Thank you. Saturday, October 16th, Stride will be back uh, in Pinckneyville. So that'll be a fun show, too. And I've gotten a spoiler on who's going to be there. It's going to be a big night. So be sure to check it out. Uh, Again, follow along, strideprowrestling.com. Follow the Facebook page, Twitter, and Instagram. and, And keep up to date with all the happenings with Stride Pro Wrestling. And we're also going to be back at Rent One Park in Marion, Illinois, on Thursday, another Thursday night show, Thursday, September 2nd. It's dollar beer night, too. So if I'm not uh, uh, too tied to my announcing obligations that night, I may have a, a, a beer or two. Uh, I did it at the Big Muddy Monster Brew Fest when I was a referee, so why can't I uh, have a beverage while I'm announcing? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, although I'm sure Chad and uh, Jason Skull and some others will give me some... Uh, some crap about that comment that I just made. But uh, speaking of Jason Skull, he did ask a question about uh, knowing Pac. And I know that it was uh, asked tongue-in-cheek, but yes, I've told the story many, many times before, and I'd be remiss if I didn't take the opportunity to bring it up again. I do know Pac, and more importantly, Pac knows me. So uh, it dates back from the AAPW days and... Uh, it was a, a really cool experience and something that I'm grateful for. I joke about it a lot, but it is, it was and is an opportunity that uh, I w- am very grateful and thankful to have had uh, many, many years ago. I want to jump into some of the other questions and from Hunter Woodworth, who is the Stride Pro Wrestling super fan, if you will. Uh, one of the questions he asks is, who is my favorite fan and why is it him? Hunter is a, is a great fan. He he gets involved. He's, he does not uh, hold back, and he does not make shows boring, that is for sure. Uh, he, he gives uh, wrestlers, good guys, uh, bad guys, whomever it is, you know, if, if, he, if you're on his bad side, he'll let you know. And he, he likes to give them uh, shit as they're getting in and out of the ring or, you know, harassing the referees, whatever the case may be. But Hunter does it all and uh, makes us laugh and smile along the way. So, Hunter, we do appreciate you. Uh, being a part of the show from time to time. And we are glad that you and your family come and check out Stride each and every month. And Jamie Woodworth, Hunter's mom, by the way, just very recently um, uh, took some pictures at the last Stride show and got some really great shots. Uh, Again, this show was outside in Pinckneyville and the weather was perfect. There were fireworks, and it was just a great night. And uh, she got a really, I thought, a really good picture of me um, announcing, and I, I appreciate it. So I wanted to thank her publicly for that as well. Jamie Woodworth Myers, thank you again for your support of Stride Pro Wrestling. Hunter also wants to know 
uh, who on the stride roster puts on the best matches? That's a tough question, and it's one that I, I don't think that I can fairly and objectively answer because I do think, uh, you know, while there are a lot of, of talent on the stride roster who uh, continue to train and learn and get better and develop, uh, there are just as many who have been around the block and who have put on some amazing matches, some great matches, a lot of talent. And, you know, I referenced this show from Thursday in Pinckneyville at the, uh, the Schools Out for Summer event. And I'll tell you two people who kind of stood out to me on that card were Dexter Roswell and Savion Ayers. And Savion Ayers uh, is now the new Stride Pro Wrestling No Limits champion. And he's really, over the past year or so, really ramped it up. He's been training with Stride for probably 18 months or more at this point now, and uh, just has really come into his own and really proven himself to be a valuable asset. And winning the championship the other night was just kind of the uh, feather in his cap and something that is very well-deserved from this young man or for this young man. And then Dexter Roswell. I don't know off the top of my head of a character who has developed and grown more over the past uh, four and a half years or so since the Dexter Roswell character first debuted in December of 2016 uh, to where we are today. You know, whether it's Bloody Dexter or going back and reverting into Luke Chambers, I just like the stories that he has told the best of seven series that he had with Scott Phoenix. He's just done so much and is so talented and continues to grow and develop. Um, but, you know, everybody does an amazing job. Riser is the new Stride Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. I say new. He's been champion for a couple months now. Uh, he's taken on big guy Daniel Leeds, who has got a lot of talent and a lot of experience. Axe Allward, uh, he's wrestled him a couple of times. And those two always put on a, a great match. He's going to continue to grow and develop. He's facing Brandon Espinoza in June, on June 12th, uh, at the Stride Building. So I, I look for big things for Riser and for Savion Ayers and Dexter Roswell and, you know, everyone else who continues to come and learn and grow and develop and do their thing in the Stride ring and then take their talents to other places. And that's been the amazing and fun thing about Stride as well is everyone you know, not everyone, but many of, of our talent have been able to showcase in other companies uh, on small stages and big stages, uh, whether they're extras or whether they're part of the show somewhere else, uh, WWE Raw, NXT, uh, we've seen them on 205 Live, we've seen them on AEW Dark, so I'm proud of what everyone on that roster does, and I think that you're going to continue to see that as as companies like uh, AEW and Impact and WWE to an extent, I, I feel like you're going to see some of these uh, indie talents being used in other capacities, and I'm, I'm excited for that. So, uh, you know, to pinpoint one person who does the best job wouldn't be fair to everyone else on the roster. And if I didn't mention someone's name, it's not because I don't think that they're amazingly talented. You know, Dexter, uh, I'm sorry, Dalton Anthony and Jay Spade, the Stride Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions for more than a year now. They've been doing some great things. And, and, and the best thing, too, is, is these guys who have been around for a while, 
are getting in there and then giving that rub and that shine, if you will, to the next generation, the next crop that are training and becoming stride stars. So that's how this business works. And that's what's so exciting about it. Um, Hunter also wants to ask, what is my favorite stride match of all time? For this one, and I feel like Tyler and I have talked about this on, on previous episodes before as well. One that really always sticks out to me, stands out to me, and will probably always stand out to me because it's the first time I ever saw live and in person a dog collar match, and that is Cash Borden versus Jay Spade. From Stradiversary 2019, they did an amazing job. Another first for me uh, in person, actually three of these matches, all first time in person seeing them happen, was the match, uh, the Buried Alive match between Red Daniels and Chris Hargis. And then, of course, at, also at Stradiversary 2019, Heath Hatton versus Tony Flood in an Ironman match, a 60-minute Ironman match. So uh, there, I, there's so many great things, that I and I will continue to sing the praises of Stride Pro Wrestling because it means a lot to me, and the talent there, and the friendships that I have made through the years, it just means a lot, and I will continue to sing the praises for as long as I can uh, for Stride Pro Wrestling. As long as Stride is around and, and they have me around, I will continue to to support Stride Pro Wrestling, as I hope you, the listener, will support Stride. Uh, even if you don't live in Southern Illinois or Southeast Missouri or Western Kentucky, where you can travel and watch these shows in person, if you check us out on YouTube, on Facebook, and just keep up to date because we're putting the shows on YouTube, which kind of brings me to the next question from Tyler Adams, who has been a longtime supporter of Stride and of the My One Two Three Three Cents brand. And I appreciate that immensely. Um, Tyler asks about my background in TV news. um, If I ever had interest in doing commentary for a wrestling company. Um, I know that you did some for AAPW. But I was curious if you thought you would be doing that rather than ring announcing. I might be biased, but I like you in both roles. Well, Tyler, I appreciate that. Again, the kind words, the support. Um, And yes, I did have interest in doing commentary. I've always had interest in doing commentary from even before I became a TV news person, uh, some 24 years ago now. When I was a kid, I knew that I was never going to be big enough to wrestle. And I wasn't sure if I would be, you know, I, I wanted to be a manager. Bobby the Brain Heenan was, of course, my idol. Uh, not only because uh, of his managerial skills and his entertaining he was very entertaining but then watching him and listening to him do commentary you know he was one of those probably the most successful I think in making that transition from being an an in-ring talent to being behind the microphone I just loved Bobby Keenan he's my idol in many, many respects, and was is probably, not probably, is definitely on my Mount Rushmore of all-time wrestling talents when you look at that total package, kind of and not just a wrestler or not just a manager or not just a commentator. You look at everything, and, and Bobby Heenan is there. And I got to meet him back in 1998 and asked him a couple of quick questions about commentary and and he gave some great advice and it's stuff that I I never forget 
And, you know, being able to do commentary for All-American Pro Wrestling back in 2011, Chris Hagstrom approached me and asked me about that. And I'm forever grateful for that opportunity. And then going into Pro Wrestling Collision. And then in 2016, when Tyler started Stride Pro Wrestling and asked me to be the ring announcer. Because with Stride, you know, the, the goal was to never be on TV. It was to, to give wrestlers an opportunity here in Southern Illinois to wrestle again and to train. It was originally, you know, Tyler and I've talked about it before. Stride was originally just going to be a training facility. Um, and it turned into something to where we've been able to put on some amazing matches over the last five plus years. And in the course of that time, because of COVID now, uh, you know, last year we started recording matches because we couldn't do shows in front of fans. So we recorded them and put them on YouTube. And in doing that, I, by default, became the commentator for that. And I love doing that as well. And it's, it's a different experience um, than the way things were done in AEPW. And it, it's so much fun to be able to put those matches together or put those shows together, um, you know, and, and record them and get a different perspective and a different seeing you know, when I'm there announcing, you know, I'm, I, while I'm watching the matches, I'm not as invested in them as I am, obviously, when I'm doing the commentary for the matches. And, and uh, you know, I know my commentary needs work, and I need to learn more of the moves. And I, I default, and I fall back on the old Vince McMahon way of, of calling matches sometimes. If I don't know the name of a move, or if it slips my mind, I will say, you know, an amazing move, or a beautiful move, or, you know, check that out, or whatever the case may be. And, and I've miscalled things before, and I get that. And, uh, you know, fans here, though, are very generous. And, and you know, I feel like I could be uh, getting my balls busted on a regular basis for my commentary. And, and folks kind of give me a pass and let it slide, and I appreciate that. And I, I, I'm always, though, seriously looking for constructive criticism because, really, if you are going to be so kind to watch what we do, I want to know what I can do to be better at it. So if you ever are watching a stride show um, and you want to offer some criticism, criticism, constructive criticism, you know, don't just go on and, and crap on the talent in the ring or the stories or, or me doing the commentary. But if you have some, some constructive criticism, some things to voice, uh, we're definitely going to listen. We may not change things because we may do things for a certain reason and, and we've decided that we're doing it because of this is the way we're going to do it. But, uh, you know, I will always take uh, your feedback back to Tyler and to the men and women who are getting in the ring. And if you want to share it, we will definitely uh, listen to you for sure. So um, I, I want to wrap things up this week as I'm recording this. It is uh, the anniversary, the 22nd anniversary of the death of Owen Hart. And, you know, I, I think it's very easy for us fans to remember Owen the wrestler and to be upset that Owen the wrestler isn't in the WWE Hall of Fame. And until very recently, we were not getting any Owen Hart merchandise, uh, T-shirts or action figures or video games. Now, very recently, that has changed somewhat with pro wrestling tees. 
Um, but you know, I really, and I understand because yeah, yes, us fans lost an amazing talent in the ring and what, what great matches we could have had with Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit and so many, you know, I think even AJ Styles and, you know, there would have been so many great talents that could have stepped through the ropes with Owen and where would he be today? What would he be doing? I, you know, think about those kinds of things. Would he be a part of AEW, you know, as a coach, as a trainer? Would he still be with WWE or would he have completely walked away from the business and retired and, and lived happily ever after with his family, which is uh, what I think would have ultimately happened. And, and, you know, it makes me sad to think that, that his two children um, and his wife have spent the last two decades plus without their father, without their husband. You know, the family lost a, a, their baby brother, uh, an uncle, a cousin, a friend, is gone as a result of this. So, you know, all that being said, we miss Owen and I, I wish, but I understand why the family does not want WWE gaining off of him, uh, getting any sort of uh, rub from, from Owen's memory. And I understand why he's not in the hall of fame. I hope that one day that changes. I'm not optimistic that it will, but I really do legitimately hope that one day, everyone can come together and, and Owen can be recognized in the WWE hall of fame, even though not being in the hall of fame has nothing to do with his legacy. It doesn't tarnish anything. Um, it was a sad, tragic accident. And you can go back and look at that night and whether or not it was the right call to keep going on with the show where, whatever side you're on, on that, I, you know, I'm not here to argue and debate that we've talked about those kinds of things ad nauseum. Um, I just hope that, uh, you know, Owen's family finds peace. And I know that that's a hard thing to do when your loved one is taken so suddenly, so tragically, and so publicly. Um, and every year on May 23rd, wrestling fans talk about it and post pictures and share memories and blogs and podcasts and whatever the case may be. And, and, and I know I'm part of this as well. It, it's a way for us as fans to express and, and remember the good times and, and not dwell on, on the heartache and, and the bad memories. So with that being said, we uh, love and miss and respect Owen Hart. And, and we, uh, you know, we just are always thinking about him. I, at least I am. And uh, I hope that uh, everyone uh, out there has a great week. Thank you again for listening, supporting the my one, two, three cents brand the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network, and uh, we'll talk again very, very soon. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.